I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation, and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. Hey, thanks for joining me for this special holidays edition of Engage With Story. Now, we are coming back to you next week, back to our normal scheduled programming of interviews, actually featuring a great interview with a guy called Roger Edwards, where we talk about cutting the BS out of story marketing. So you won't want to miss out getting next episode next Tuesday. So make sure you click the subscribe button now. But in this episode, I wanted to compile some of the best answers that I feel that we've had to a pretty common question that I ask guests on Engage With Story. And that question is, what does story mean to you? Now we've had a huge assortment of guests over the last 30 or so episodes of Engage With Story. And in this episode, I'm gonna pull out just a handful of responses to that question, what does story mean to you? And hopefully just reinvigorate some of the interest in some of those old episodes. And remember, you can always find the links for any of those old episodes over at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 32. That's where you'll find all the links to all of these guests and the full interviews that I'm about to share little segments with you now. So let's kick things off with a flashback to episode 22 with my interview with Mike Ganino from mikeganino.com. Now, here I asked Mike the question of what does story mean when it comes to defining stronger company cultures? So here's his answer. Sure. I mean, I think I'm probably preaching to the choir with your audience about the power of story in general. And we often hear about it from a marketing or a sales perspective. Uh, and I think it's, it's, you know, it's becoming more popular to think about it with culture, but I, I still think that's a, a rising trend. You know, what's important about it is that when we think about company culture, our team cultures, so often we look at values and vision and mission and things that are written on a wall or put into a handbook or covered during training. And the challenge with that is it's so hard to take those and make them come to life. If you're talking about how customer service is your core and you believe in going the extra mile for your customer, you and I could have a very different opinion on what that means. Mm. To you, going the extra mile might mean uh, smiling and being very friendly and making eye contact. To me, going the extra mile might mean carrying someone's bag for them out to the car if it's too heavy. And if we don't have stories to tell about times when it went right and maybe times it didn't go right and what could have happened instead, we end up with a very fragmented idea in our teams about what great looks like. Yeah. And so being able to define what those values mean. If you say that we value integrity, then let's tell a story around when our integrity was challenged and, and how we made the decision to actually be a company that uses integrity. It means so much more than just saying integrity. It's about doing what you say you'll do. Sure, that sounds nice. But is there a time when you as a company had to actually make a decision to be, uh, to use integrity and what was going on? What were the circumstances and what are the takeaways for me? I think that that's where stories really come to life in a company culture is painting a clear picture for employees about instances when they should use these values or these, you know, cultural norms and how we found them in the first place, why we even started caring about them. Back in episode five, the speaker's director, Simone de Haas, 
shared with us not only what story means to her, but also the role that story plays in business communications today in this busy, fast-paced, connected world. Oh, that's a great topic, isn't it? And so relevant for our time. And I think that, and that's the key for me. You know, now we have we have the potential to learn so much online and, you know, we are constantly being bombarded with information that, to build our business, to grow our business, to do whatever it is we need to do in our business. And what we have begun to lose is that personal connection because, you know, we're so quick to watch something on YouTube or, oh, I need to learn, you know, do all of that just-in-time learning. But the the relevance of some of that goes missing if there's not a personal connection. We kind of think, oh, yeah, well, that's that's interesting, but it doesn't stick. Mm. Stories help make our message stick. Yeah. And I think that's that's the key. When we share, whether it's a business story, and that can be in the way of like a case study, a client that we've worked with, this is the challenge they were facing, here's the solution we provided, and this was the outcome, and here's your call to action as a result of that. When we share something around that where um, a potential client can say, oh, okay, I can see how that might work for me. Or we share some of our personal story about how we got to where we got to in our entrepreneurial journey. It creates a, a stronger connection. And you know, there's plenty of uh, evidence out there around the effects on the brain. Uh, the uh, neuroscience has um, detailed so much information about the effects of storytelling on the brain. The fact that when we tell a story that really engages with our potential clients and customers, that it releases oxytocin, the trust chemical. And, you know, and if it's got a happy ending, it's, um, it releases that, that wonderful feeling of um, optimism and, and hope in our uh, clients. So they go, oh, you know, this is the answer to my problem. This is what I've been struggling with. So having the power of our personal story embedded in our business is, I think, vital for us to really shift now into this connection economy. And we hear about that all the time. In episode nine, the awesome Patrick Moreau from Still Motion and from Muse Storytelling in the United States joined me and he shared with me a little bit about what story means to him and particularly how story has led him to become an Emmy award-winning documentary filmmaker and go on to be a widely recognized and, and respected story educator. My love of story didn't start as a love of story. It actually started as a love of wanting to communicate something and wanting people to give a shit. I mean, it was, you know, as a university student studying uh, psychology and just learning about, um, you know, Stanley Milgram experiments on authority and the things that would happen inside some of these research papers. But if you've tried to read a research paper, a lot of people just can't do it. Like it's just, it's too thick. The way it's communicated doesn't work. And so it started as a, you know, wanting to create content, a documentary as a way of expressing ideas. Um, it was through many years of 
trial and error in creating films and videos that, you know, we, we actually started to realize that the best way to actually do this was story. Um, and, and since that understanding and that insight, we've then dove into what that actually means and reading books by Joseph Campbell and, you know, Hero Thousand Faces and diving into many different theories on story, going all the way back to like Aristotle and like the, you know, ethos and pathos and like how we actually narrative transportation and all of these different ways of persuasion and communication and the different kind of scholars along the years um, to really understand story better once. But but it took a while to actually get to the point where um, I even knew that that was a thing, that that was the thing, <laughs> you know, that was making a difference. One piece of content would work. One wedding video would really land or one commercial piece would really hit and another one wouldn't. And I didn't really know what it was. And all for a lot of it, you think it's the lighting or the camera choice or getting lucky that somebody was emotional or this or that. Um, and as you step back, you really start to learn that it's much more about this thing called story. And to wrap up now our special compilation episode of Engage With Story, I want to bring back to the show here Jess Toms from White Lane Creative. Now, in episode 24, Jess shared with us some really cool information about how story works in the startup business space. So just to end the show today, I want to leave you with this little section of interview from Jess Toms. It, with startups, it's it's a bit different because they story is so important. A lot of them are going out to raise money and they need to be able to stand up, tell their story in a minute, tell their story in five minutes, tell their story in a 20-minute discussion with investors. And they need to know what their company does in one sentence all the way through to, you know, an hour discussion going into the depths and the nitty-gritty. So I've worked a lot with founders one-on-one -on -one to articulate that. All right, so that wraps up this episode of Engage With Story. And once again, happy holidays. I hope you've been enjoying some downtime uh, as we kick off 2018. Now, once again, I will be back at you next week with episode 33 of Engage With Story with another fantastic interview. Thanks very much for listening. And um, if you want to find out more about those interviews that I shared those little extracts with today, remember you can always head over to the show notes page at engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 32. And while you're online, would you mind leaving me a review on iTunes? I really appreciate all the reviews and all the comments that I get uh, for the podcast and it really keeps me fired up and keeps me going. So once again, thank you very much for listening to Engage With Story and continuing to listen next week. Until then, take good care. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing and I'll talk to you soon.